Boo. I scared you. This is Lindsay Moreland, and I have a ghost story for you. Story number two, they come back to play. So before I tell Susan's story, I had to look up some of the history of the Ryman Auditorium. If you're not familiar with Nashville, the Ryman is a small level concert venue that is still open today and is also known as the Mother Church. Even though I have lived in Tennessee my entire life and in the Nashville area for 20 years, I'm embarrassed to say I've only been there one time. And it was to see Kid Rock, of all people. Oh, the shame. (sighs) The seats are actually church pews, and I was scared to sit too close to the stage for fear that a droplet of sweat would fly off and onto me, and I would get God knows what. I ended up so bored that I sat outside the auditorium at the bar. Way to ruin my rhyming experience, Kid Rock. Well, at least the tickets were free. The Ryman's history can be found on their website, Ryman.com. But I'm going to give you a simplified version of it, as you can read more on their website, or better yet, book a tour. In May of 1885, an evangelist named Sam Jones was at a tent revival preaching when Thomas Ryman, a riverboat captain that I guess had a lot of money, heard him and claimed his words changed his life. Together, they were able to get volunteers and raise money to complete the building in which they called the Union Gospel Tabernacle, which opened in May of 1892. Over the years, a lot of events took place at the Tabernacle, including religious events, plays, meetings, funerals, graduations, weddings, political crap, ballets, presidential speeches, etc. Again, Go look at the website as I'm only going to name a select few that personally intrigued me. In April of 1984, the Law and Order League was formed at the Ryman and it helped crack down on saloons being open on Sunday and gambling. Little did they know, this would end up being a music venue that sold booze, even on Sundays. December 23rd, 1904, Captain Thomas Ryman died and his funeral was held on Christmas Day at the church. Afterwards, Reverend Sam Jones renamed the tabernacle to Ryman Auditorium. In 1915, the same day that Thomas Ryman Jr. was shot and killed on a steamer away from the building, a fire started in the basement of the Ryman and destroyed most of the stage. On June 5th of 1943, The Grand Ole Opry moved to the Ryman where it stayed for 31 years. In 1954, Elvis Presley performed at the Grand Ole Opry. This was the one and only time Elvis ever performed at the Ryman. In 1956, Johnny Cash joined the Grand Ole Opry and met his future wife, June Carter, backstage the same year. And in 1965, he was banned from the Opry for dragging his microphone across the stage and breaking all of the footlights. Don't worry, he got to return four years later. Literally, the list goes on and on and on and is still going on today. However, 
I could not find anything on the Ryman website that talked about hauntings or odd things that happened in the building. So I decided to talk to Susan, who previously worked at the Ryman. I have known Susan for more than 15 years. She is younger than me, and we were in the same sorority in college. Susan has always been a straight shooter and adamant in her religious beliefs, which is why it surprised me to hear she had a ghost story to tell me. Susan has always been a simple Southern soul who is never too worried about keeping up with the latest trends. She was and still is a great friend, the type that if you need advice without judgment, or if you need a rational person to talk you down, which I may need from time to time, she's a good person to go to. Since graduation, Susan remained in Tennessee, but is about an hour away from me. Due to COVID, we decided a video chat would probably be the best option to talk about her experiences. I was late to the chat because my womb gremlin, aka my daughter, tried to bite my nipple off. Seriously, I thought I lost it. <laughs> Unlike me, Susan was very prompt once I recovered from the nipple pain and was able to send her the link to log on. She was in a t-shirt with her hair down and glasses on. My hair was down, curly, and crazy because it was hair wash day. Yes, I only wash my hair every three to four days. It's the curly girl method. Stop judging me. Also, I probably look ratchet because I wasn't sure if I'd actually just lost a nipple. Seriously, it hurt so bad. Susan graduated college with some type of music degree. Maybe music business. I'm not entirely sure because the college we went to had a huge music program since we were so close to Nashville. Anywho, she still works in the music industry, and up until about a few years ago, she kept a second job as a tour guide at the Ryman Auditorium in downtown Nashville. So, you have a ghost story for me? I asked her. Well, not exactly. It's more of an encounter, she said. Okay, now she's got my attention. The Ryman, where this story takes place, is known for its vast history. And we all know with history comes mysterious tales and, of course, ghosts. Susan said a ghost hunting show wanted to spend two nights there to observe the rumored experiences some people have had. However, the president of the Ryman was scared that the venue would then become a haunted attraction and not a popular music venue, so he refused. I asked her if it was Ghost Adventures, my favorite ghost hunting show. But she wasn't sure and thought it was the original Ghost Hunters. She was obviously not a fan of ghost hunting reality shows like me. Anyways, back to the topic. So, I asked, what did you do at the Ryman? Susan explained that she had previously worked at the Ryman for about eight years as a tour guide. And she started out in the karaoke booth attraction. People taking the tour could pay extra and essentially perform a song at the Ryman i.e. karaoke. Then I actually started giving the backstage tours, she explained. This whole karaoke thing sounds like a complete waste of money, but where do I sign up? Then I told her about my one concert at the Ryman with Kid Rock, and she was completely disappointed at me. Working there was very cool. I got to experience things at that building that normal people don't, she said. And then we got to the juicy part. The recording booth is on the right side of the stage. The tours are scheduled throughout the day, so if an employee has to go to the bathroom, 
they have to make it quick. The closest bathroom was through the backstage doors on the second floor, she explained. I was starting to wonder why Susan was telling me about her poop habits and what that had to do with the story. Well, she continued, throughout the ramen, there are speakers that can be set and controlled individually. The side of the stage I was on usually played nothing as tourists were not allowed in that area due to a lack of elevators. The backstage is very dark and quiet, except for the creeks often associated with wooden floors and older buildings. It has an ominous feel to it when you're back there alone in the silence. It's just you and the building, the building that was there before you were born and will be there long after you're gone. I go backstage and everything is quiet. As I was washing my hands, I heard noise that was quite off-putting, especially being alone. The speakers that should have been off were now playing a sound like the crackling of an old analog radio. I was thinking, WTF? That's a bit creepy as I knew the Grand Ole Opry started out as a radio show and was very popular back in the days when people would gather around an old radio to listen. That is not how the Opry is set up, she continued. It's all digital. There's no reason to be hearing the crackling of an old analog radio unless it's a recording, and there was nothing scheduled to be playing that day. Then, without warning, it quickly changed to old rock music before suddenly switching again to an old Hank Williams song. Really? I asked. Chills ran down my arms. Yep, she said, but went further. Then, it just stopped. At this point, I was creeped out, but tried to fight it off with logic, thinking maybe it's just less, the audio guy, messing with the speakers. Sure, I said, thinking that does sound like a logical explanation. But then, as I'm walking down the hallway, it does it again, she said, and I have a feeling this just isn't coincidence. Again, I walk out to the hallway, the music stops, and all is unnaturally quiet. And then I walk down the stairs, and it's still silent. You may wonder why this is starting to freak me out to hear Hank playing. Well, at the Ryman, there are dressing rooms backstage that are sometimes themed for certain well-known country music icons. I happen to be on the side of the stage where there was a dressing room known as the Hank Williams Room because of all the pictures of him in it. When I went up the stairs to go to the bathroom, I had noticed the light in that particular room was off. But when I came down and passed by it again, the light in that dressing room was on. I could see the dim light under the door reflecting off the old wood. I slowly opened the door and found it empty. There was no one there. Nuh-uh, I said. I rapidly went out the stage door and looked around to see if anyone else was nearby. And there was no one. Not a soul. No co-workers. No stagehands. No tour guides. Nobody, she said. Then I asked, well, did you check to see if anyone else heard the music or happened to go in that room? She said, I did ask everyone later in the day about it, but they all claimed to be on stage right, and this all happened on stage left, and they didn't hear anything. Were you scared? I asked. I mean, anchored not, it's still weird, right? Well, it was definitely eerie, she said. 
But when I saw the light in that dressing room, I was just like, hi, Hank, and then quickly made my way out of there. What the hell, I thought. Did Susan just meet ghost Hank Williams? She then explained how it was common for these strange occurrences to happen to employees in this old building. She went on to tell me, a few days before this had happened to her, the maintenance guy was in the balcony very early in the morning before anyone else was there. He saw someone poke their head out behind the curtain and then pull their head back in. He assumed it was a custodial person, but when he went down to the stage area, there was no sign that anyone else was there yet. There are rumors, she went on, that Minnie Pearl and Hank Williams haunt the place. So, did anyone die there? I asked. I mean, most haunted places have a tragic death, right? Not as far as I know, she said. I think they come back to play. Wait, do you mean ghost performers come back to play at the Ryman? Well, there is an old rumor about Hank Williams. They say that before he performed, he would crawl underneath the stage and get drunk. Underneath the stage at the Ryman is just dirt. There's no subflooring. He would then come back on top of the stage and perform. During the last renovation, they found a lot of beer bottles and whiskey bottles from that time period, she explained further. People come back and just want to play music. Apparently, this applied to both the living and the dead. I've been there really early before anyone gets there, and you can hear someone walking on that wood floor. The stage doors are really heavy, and they make a very unique sound. They would sound like they were slamming, but when I looked, they had not moved. Knowing Susan's strong religious beliefs, I asked if she believed in ghosts, and there was a long pause. Well, if you want to go from a biblical aspect, she starts, there are spirits who walk among us on this earth. But, as my mom would always say, we're not supposed to mess with them. I laughed at that, knowing that Susan's mom was probably right. But sometimes, I just can't help myself. So, who wants to go ghost hunting with me at the Ryman? Boo! I Scared You is a second sound production hosted by Lindsay Moreland Produced by Trina Lloyd. This podcast is in loving memory of my grandmother, Mary Bell, Patsy Pat, Riley Bear. They promised that dreams can come true, but forget to mention that nightmares are dreams too. Oscar Wilde.